Heidi Taza, good morning. Good, or good afternoon. Good, good afternoon, Steve. How are you doing today? I'm doing perfect. Tell Thank us a little bit about yourself. Um, well, I, um, I go to St. Peter Chanel Catholic Church in Roswell. Um, I've been attending there, uh, I'd say about 20 years. Um, I am married to Ken um, for 36 wonderful years. Um, I have two lovely daughters, Heather and Caitlin, um, that went to uh, Queen of Angels Catholic School. Um, uh, I also have a grandson that's three months old. His name is Carson. So that's like the new joy and love of my life. He's so cute. Um, he was just baptized um, on Sunday. And um, the, I was really impressed because the godfather is Father Paul from St. Peter's Chanel. So it was really nice to have Father Paul as the godfather. And then my daughter, um, my other, one of my daughters was the godmother. And then we had um, Father Martin um, officiate the, the baptism. So that was really nice. Just it was just a beautiful baptism. Um, and so, uh, so yeah, so my, my, uh, my grandson is just the joy of my life right now. I'm just enjoying him tremendously. You know, I think uh, they always make the joke, if I known how much fun grandchildren were, I'd have them first. Yes. Of course, it doesn't make any sense. That's, but. No, it's so true. It is so true. I mean, they just it's, it's great because you can love them and hug them, and then when they start crying, give them back to the parents. And <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, um, it's a great feeling. I love being a grandmother for the first time. And Matt, are you, do you have grandchildren? I do. I, I'm, I'm actually married for 37 years. 36? Uh, so 37? Congratulations. Yeah. Well, I got you both beat. I've been married yeah. for 21 years. Oh, there oh, you go. <laughs> got a little but, ways to go. <laughs> yeah, my wife, my wife and I have two daughters, and both daughters have two kids. And to your point, Heidi, those those grandchildren, they're just bright lights oh, in our life. We have so much fun with them. And, and it really helps to understand what it's like to be in the present moment when mm-hmm. you're playing with your grandkids because they are just they're just beautiful expressions of love and the here and now yeah to to, uh the the four i guess i should i should call them out caden and jackson madison and elliot they're just fabulous wonderful wonderful folks if you love your grandchildren you know you want them to be in the church you want to give them that faith Mm -hmm. and one way to help give them that faith is to help have them listen to Catholic Radio. Matter of fact, when you're driving around in your car and you have your grandchildren, you're taking them out for ice cream, you should be listening to the Quest, right? That's right. That's right. And if you want to continue this work, what's a, Heidi, could I have you get that phone number out too? Out there. The phone number is 470-508-1160. And you can also give online at thequestatlanta.com. Go ahead and uh, let us know. Your grandchildren, your, you can... Uh, we can pray for your grandchildren, whatever you like. You know, many of us have family members that are away from the church. Mm-hmm. Um, so let us know, uh, you know, the stories uh, that we can share um, and pray for you and your grandchildren. I'm, uh, I have no grandchildren. My oldest children are 20 years old. But I am from a family of 13 children. Wow. Um, and my parents have 56 grandchildren wow. um, because of we're all married and have yeah. six or seven children. So my brother has 10 children. Um, but it's just, uh, when family is awesome, when we get together, we have a great, a great time. So, and that's what we're here. Catholic radio is all about family. This is family, building family, support family. So help us do that. 470-508-1160 or give online at thequestatlanta.com. Heidi, let's talk a little bit. We just, we just came out of the divine mercy, uh, chaplet and you had shared over the break uh, a little bit about some of your favorite programming on, on Catholic radio. Uh, 
and you, you, let's talk a little bit about that. Let's talk a little bit about that. Um, uh, the Divine Mercy Chaplet, Father Ricardo, mm-hmm. what, what do these do for you in your um, life? Gosh, the Divine Mercy Chaplet is, is probably one of my favorites. And the reason I like it is because, um, well, first of all, I just love the Divine Mercy Prayer. I've been doing it for years. But um, it's really nice because on my phone, I put an alarm on. And I put it on for 2.58, and so that gets me ready. And then as soon as my alarm goes off, what I do is I put on the quest. Like if I'm anywhere, if I'm uh, doing laundry or in the car, and it's really nice because I just I have the app. And so I, I'll take my cell phone, and I also have Alexa, too, as well. So, um, so anywhere I am, if it's, you know, coming close to 3 o'clock, I'll prepare myself. And I'll tell Alexa, you know, to put the quest on, and um, and then the Divine Mercy Chapel will come on, and it's just it's just so wonderful. And I I try to try to do that every day, um, and it's just it really makes a difference in my life. It just um, it, it calms me down. It focuses me on prayer during the day. Um, a lot of times I get so busy in my life, but when I do the Div- Divine Mercy Chapel, it, it just Okay, I need to calm my da- my day down and think of the Lord and just think of Him, and um, and that prayer just it just impacts me so much, and so it really has a lot of um, deep meaning for me. Absolutely, Matt. Do you have a favorite program on Catholic Radio or a favorite time to listen? You know, I I uh, I've listened to Father Jim quite a bit. Uh, you know, I, I think he's Tuesdays in at, at two o'clock, and he's always been inspiring for me. You know, and and that's one of the things that's so great about the quest is that you flip it on and and almost any time of day, Mm -hmm. you will find something that will change the the trajectory of your day in a positive direction. And that's really something we need more and more of these days. So, yeah, yeah, I I would say that's it. But realistically, I listen, you know, sporadically when I'm in the car, but I always find something that's meaningful to me. Call to Communion's a great one. Uh, I mean, I was listening on the way over, and I just, I I love listening to the Quest. Yeah, yeah, Dr. David Anderson. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, well, I just know for me, one thing I love about the Quest is um, there's been times over the years that I've, um, I go to a, um, like a formation and, and learn about, you know, God and, and just all these questions that come up. And sometimes I say to myself, I, I got to look that up and, and, and find out that, that answer. And then all of a sudden the quest will come on. I'll put the quest on and they answer my question. I mean, it's just like, oh my gosh, is that God talking? I mean, that's what I, I just like, oh wow, I can't believe that. It, and that, that amazes me with the quest. A lot of times they'll answer my questions, you know, that I, I that, I want to look up and and Father Richard Ricardo he'll he'll answer my questions and and I'm like okay God you're talking to me thank you. <laughs> yeah, I've actually had the same experience for myself is is you know traveling and driving and you turn on flip on the radio station and the answer right there yeah. is boom. It's like I uh, only needed to listen for five minutes and I got the answer. And it's just what I was it's just about. like you just kind of like you're taken back. You're like mm-hmm. whoa. <laughs> yeah. The other thing I love about Catholic Radio too is it went. went kind of has that home feeling as soon as you turn it on it's like these are my catholic friends Mm -hmm. you know these are my my people these are the people who are journeying with me um in the faith and that's what i love about the personalities on on ewtn and catholic answers um and you know the uh ave maria radio shows i've met a number of these people you've probably met a number of Mm -hmm. them too in this area they're just normal catholics who are trying to do the lord's work they're not you know they're not they don't 
they don't put on airs. They're not, you know, unapproachable. They're just normal folk um, who are trying to do this great work. And you walk in like, oh, Teresa Tamio. Hey, how are you? Dr. Ray Granny. It's like, hey, Steve, how are you doing? And he's like, they're just normal folks. Right. And, and I love that. There's no, you know, the only superstar in Catholic radio is Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, and so that, that's what I love about it. It's kind of me coming home. So, folks, every time you join the quest here, you're home. So, so welcome home. Um, and we want you to give us a call, 470-508-1160, 470-508-1160, or visit us online at thequestatlanta.com. Heidi, uh, let's talk a little bit about your involvement in Regnum Christi. Give us a, you said you were involved with that about 17 years. Yes, so- I've been vol- involved in Regnum Christi, and it's um, part of the Legionnaires of Christ, um, they're a priest order that is just um, awesome. They're just um, they're just amazing. They've really helped me grow in my spiritual life over the years, and it's it's just a great community. They have a huge community here in Atlanta, and um, every week I get together with um, about eight women that are also in Regnum Christi. They're all over. There's there's different sections of of the town that have. Um, that have Regnum Christi and um, this group I've been with for years. And um, it's great because we just, um, we read the gospel and we talk about it. And um, what I like about Regnum Christi is they're doers. We, um, we will have an apostolate every week. So, um, you know, every week there'll be something apostolic that we'll do. Um, whether it's go and pray in front of the abortion clinic, whether um, ask somebody to confession, um, ask somebody to go to mass. And um, I just, I love that. And the Legionnaires are really good because once a month we have a formation, um, morning of reflection, they call it. And they will form Regnum Christi members, which I am, and our job is to go out and re-Christianize the world. And um, I just love that. And they're just so good about forming us. So we can go out and form others and bring them closer to Christ, and it's just it's just this family that we have, and and um, it's it's amazing. It's just um, really helped me in my spiritual journey and and getting closer to Christ. So do you do that as a, as a couple? Uh, no, Christ, no. Well, they have they have a women's section oh. and they have a men's section. My okay. husband Ken belongs to the men's section, and they meet on Saturday mornings. I belong to the women's section, and we meet on Monday nights. But every there's like. In my group, there's eight eight to ten women, but there's other women all over the um, all over the. Oh, actually, it's all over the world. Regnum Christie's all over the world, but in the Atlanta area, um, gosh, I don't know how many women sections there are, women teams there are. There's a lot. Um, I'm a team leader. I've been a team leader for years. And I enjoy doing that. And then um, and then once a, once a year, we go on retreats. Um, and all are welcome on retreats, but the Legionnaires of Christ, they're focused on retreats. Their formation is 12 to 14 years of formation. And so, and they, they more focus on retreats and missions. And, um, so the retreats are awesome and they're silent. And of course, this first silent retreat I went on years ago, I didn't think I could do it, Mm -hmm. but I love it because you're, you're there for Christ. You're there to learn about Christ. Um, you know, you're not there to, you know, learn about the lady next to you, about where she's from and all. You're there. It's all about Christ. And it's, it's awesome going on a silent retreat. So the Legionnaires, they, they, um, they run that. They, um, and so it's just, it's amazing. And, um, I do that once a year. And as Catholics, we should. 
And, and that's one thing I love about Regnum Christi is when I first joined the movement 17 years ago, I thought, oh, this is great. This is all new. And they're like, no, this is what we should do, be doing as Catholics, praying the Angelus, going, you know, on yearly retreats. Um, you know, getting involved in our church, you know, which we all do. I try to do, you know, volunteer work at the church and um, all this, you know, Catholic things that we should be doing. And they just organize it for us, you know, and um, and it's great. And they just, you know, motivate us to go out there and, and save souls. And that's what it's all about. You know, I love the fact that you mentioned that you are doers. Yes. Because a couple of weeks ago, the gospel was all about faith without works. Is dead. You need to. You need to live your faith. You need to get out there and show people how we as Catholics live. So one of the ways you can do that is by calling four seven zero five zero eight eleven sixty and donating to the quest. And of course, monthly donors are our lifeblood. They are really, really helpful. You can also go online to thequestatlanta.com. Do it now. Be a doer. That's a great idea, Matt. I sure appreciate that. And thanks for putting the number out there. Uh, and, you know, Matt, earlier you called out all the Knights of Columbus brothers to, uh, to call in and give at least $10 a month. That would be a great idea. Uh, continue to, to give us a call here at 470-508-1160. Or as Matt mentioned, you can also give online thequestatlanta.com. Our, our theme for this pledge drive is saints heroes for all time so so matt and and heidi i'd like to talk a little bit about that heidi can you share with us who your favorite saint is well this year my favorite saint is saint, this year this year <laughs> my favorite saint is saint joseph um he is amazing i um i tell my husband he's the new man in my life <laughs> and he's like he just rolls his eyes okay Alrighty. but he is saint joseph's the new man in my life and um really um drew me to saint joseph is um I did the consecration, 33-day consecration to St. Joseph. Matter of fact, I loved it so much. I've done it three times. Um, I've gotten my exercise group to do it. I got my Bible study group to do it. Um, and then I got my church friends to, to participate. And so I did it three different times. And, um, you know, of course, I grew up Catholic. I'm from a good Catholic family, youngest of seven. Um, and I knew about St. Joseph. But when I did the 33-day consecration, I mean, my I just... I just couldn't believe I fell in love with him. Um, it just stuff I didn't know about him. And, um, and it was amazing because at the end of the consecration, each time I did it, we all um, met at the church, um, the group I did it with. And we, um, like we, one time we had a deacon come, or actually twice we had a deacon come. And um, we just did the consecration. And um, just what I learned about St. Joseph and how he how devoted he was to the virgin mary and um and i love that and it's so good for families to experience that especially um in this day and age where you know families are just breaking down and to see saint joseph you know the head of the family and and um you know what he went through to protect mary you know and um i know i was in egypt years ago and i mean people are brutal there and it is true that St. Joseph had to protect Mary, you know, when he was in Egypt. And because they, they, they were brutal, you know, over 2,000 years ago, and they still are. I mean, they're very aggressive, um, you know, a lot of pagans there. And to see what Joseph did and protected his, 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 his wife is, um, it was just a role model for me. And, um, and now every morning, I, um, I bought a statue of the sleeping St. Joseph. And, um, 
And so uh, every night, a lot of times, I'll put my prayer intentions under the sleeping St. Joseph. And, uh, and I pray to him every day now. Yeah, that's a great, that's a great story. How about you, Terry? Or Matt, what's your, uh, who's your favorite? Well, I'm, I'm, I go easy, I guess. It's, it's St. Mother Teresa of Calcutta. Oh, yeah. uh, I've been pretty involved with Respect Life Ministry, and she said something that just struck me to the core, and it says, if you want to change the world, go home and love your family. Think about that for a minute. Uh, those people that you care about the most, go home and love your family. So yeah, I, she's she's inspirational to me. So this this little woman who made such a difference in in our current culture and continues to. Absolutely. Folks, who's your favorite saint? Do you have a favorite saint? And I know in the church it's kind of like, oh, come on, don't make me choose one. Okay, you can have as many as you'd like, but we'd like to know who your favorite saint is. Give us a call. Let us know who your favorite saint is, um, maybe a little of your story, and make a pledge to the quest. Give us a call, 470-508-1160. We'd like to thank uh, Father Paul Moreau, who called in actually uh, before, before the break. He called in in honor of Father Tim, who was, who was on last hour. So, Father Paul, thank you for that. Um, and also Larry and Lynn called in. But uh, this hour, we've got a call or a pledge in online from Eileen. And she said, um, announce this hour. It was Heidi. Um, uh, it was for, it's for Heidi. So um, thank you, Eileen, for yes, that online thank gift. Thank you. And then Paula also giving in honor of Heidi. So calling in or this hour. That was a phone call. And Edward and Michelle calling in this hour in honor of Heidi. These are all in honor of you, Heidi. So, so thank you for putting the word out there. Thank you. Um, also online, Mara giving a gift. Mm-hmm. And where are these locations are? Roswell, Canton, um, and in Ath. Uh, let's see, Canton and Roswell. Uh, Cecilia called in. And Ken called in saying hello, Uncle, uh, Uncle Leo in New York. <laughs> Inside joke. <laughs> okay. All right. Very good. <laughs> then we'll leave it inside. Yes. <laughs> all right. And uh, we also have a call here from Ken. And uh, oh, that was that was that was mm-hmm. the uncle. Uh, August called in in honor of in honor of Heidi and Brenda, giving online. So all your friends are oh, many some a few of your friends. I say all of your friends <laughs> are calling in. We sure appreciate that. Thank you. Um, and, and a couple of them gave a monthly gift, so thank you so much for that. As uh, as uh, Matt mentioned, a monthly gift is a great way to uh, to continually support the quest. So give us a call, folks, 470-508-1160, or give online at thequestatlanta.com. We are going to step away just for a couple of minutes here uh, to give you a chance to keep uh, calling in um, and uh, do a little reset, but uh, don't Go away from the radio because on the other side, we're going to get into some some deep spiritual journey uh, with Heidi, conversation about how the Lord has been working in her life. And uh, we're also going to have Matt do some more shout outs to the Knights of Columbus. So don't go anywhere. 470-508-1160 or online, thequestatlanta.com. Help us continue this work. We'll be right back.
This is Deacon Jerry Kazin of the Archdiocese of Atlanta, and this is my favorite prayer. Let us pray. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to your protection, implored your help, or sought your intercession was left unaided. Inspired with this confidence, I fly to you, O Virgin of Virgins, my mother. To you do I come, before you I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, do not despise my petitions, but in your great mercy hear and answer me. Amen. The Quest presents Lesser Known Saints with Ken and Chuck. Tell us about St. Genevieve. Born in Paris, France, Genevieve became a nun at the tender young age of 15 years old. When her hometown of Paris suddenly found itself under siege by Childeric, King of the Franks, she risked her own life and safety to go into the heart of the city to find food and supplies for those suffering from the ravages of the occupation. Years later, she would go on to face another dangerous conqueror, Attila the Hun. As Parisians prepared to leave their homes, rather than face the wicked wrath of the barbarians, Genovese convinced them to stay in their homes and to pray instead. Today, it is still unknown why Attila the Hun did not attack Paris, sparing the city and its residents instead. Genevieve died in 500 AD. Her feast day is January 3rd, and she is the patron saint of disasters, as well as her beloved hometown of Paris, France. For more homegrown wisdom, visit thequestatlanta.com. Let us offer a prayer of thanksgiving for the priests serving in the Archdiocese of Atlanta. Eternal God, we thank you for the blessings of our priests who represent you on this earth. Make them more greatly aware of the grace that you pour out through them as they minister the sacraments and help them to fall more deeply in love with you after each and every Mass that is celebrated. Please strengthen them so that they may lovingly and courageously shepherd your flock. May we support the priests in the Diocese of Atlanta by offering them kind words, deeds, and assistance. We thank you, God, for the gift of your priests. Allow them to remain an example of your truth and a guide to all those he is entrusted to serve. We ask these things of you, our Lord, our eternal priest. Amen. Please join us in a prayer to St. Michael the Archangel. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. Welcome back, folks. This is The Quest, and this is our pledge drive, day two. We are continuing our pledge drive, and with your support and your help, folks, thank you so much for your calls. We'd like to thank Brenda, who is calling in, a friend of Heidi, and August, who called in as a friend of Heidi, and also Lori called in, and uh, she is also a friend of Heidi. Heidi, we like your friends. Yes, I love my friends. <laughs> <laughs> and if you, if, if you want to be Heidi's friend, you yes. can call in yes. 470-508-1160, or you can give online, thequestatlanta.com. And Matt, over in the last half hour throughout that uh, 
challenge to the Knights of Columbus, brothers of Knights of Columbus, to consider giving at least a $10 monthly gift. Uh, so, Matt, why don't you, can you give them that phone number? I think they missed the phone number. They, they must have, because okay. I'm looking at that, and Heidi, 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 where are all the St. Bridget parishioners? There you go. And, of course, all the Knights throughout our listening area. That phone number, again, is 470-508-1160. And if you, if you didn't get it, it's 470-508-1160. Come on, folks, call in and support the Quest. You can also give online at thequestatlanta.com and on our mobile app. So give us a shout right now. My name is Steve Sponskowski. I'm in studio with Matt Curry and Heidi Taza. And we are visiting this hour about all sorts of fun stuff. Now we're going to turn to a little more, uh, maybe a deeper topic. Uh, we want to talk a little bit, uh, Heidi, about your journey, your journey of faith here. Uh, where would you like to start? Well, I'd like to start, um, I have cancer. Okay. I was diagnosed with cancer of the uterus um, back in 2016. And um, it's, been a, it's been an amazing journey. Um, it's still not over. Um, but, um, back in 2016, I had, um, I had surgery after I was diagnosed with cancer and cancer does not run in my family. Um, my mother's still 94. My father was, when he passed away, he was almost 90. Um, and so it was a shock. It was, it was, it was a shock when I found out I had cancer because it does not run in my family. So I said, okay, Lord, here we go. Um, I just, I just decided from day one I was going to offer this up, and I had people in mind that I was going to offer up my cancer for. So um, after the surgery um, in 2016, about a year later, um, I was diagnosed with a herniated disc. So for one year, um, I was treated as having a herniated disc. So I did everything from cortisone shots to epidurals to... Um, uh, massages and um, acupuncture and um, you name it. And after the second cortisone um, cortisone shot in my back, the doctor said, well, we can do a third one. And after a year, I said, no. I said, I want to get this herniated disc. I want to have surgery. I want to get, you know, I, was just, I don't want any more shots. It's not working. So I, I made an appointment with the neurologist. And when I went there, he took some x-rays of my back and he said, you don't have a herniated disc. You have a tumor. The cancer's come back. You've been misdiagnosed for one year. And what happened was, is when the tumor came back, it came back in my lower back, my lower left side. So immediately, um, I went into, um, I went into radiation and I had, uh, 20 rounds of just intense radiation. And, um, I went through that and, um, after that, about, uh, about three or four months, it was great. Life was great. The tumor had shrunk. And then, I guess with five months later, it started growing back again, the tumor. So, um, so, I just, uh, so then at that time, and so in the meantime, with my spiritual director, um, I started, and I didn't, know I, was, I didn't know the tumor had come back at the time. That was in November is when my spiritual director said, let's read this book together um, called, um, it's by St. Ignatius, um, and it's called The Ignatius Adventure. 
And, um, and you read it with your spiritual director because it's very intense. For one, every week I get together with my spiritual director and we read and we talk about scripture. And um, it's, it was really, it's a, it's, a, it's a great book. So I decided to be committed to do this. It's like almost like six months of, of, of um, this. Um, it's a spiritual exercise by St. Ignatius of Loyola. It's called the 19th Annotation. <laughs> And so I was committed, and um, because you have to pray probably for an hour, 30, 45 minutes to an hour every morning. Well, I said I was committed. So then after I commit, then like six weeks later, I found out my cancer comes back again. So it was like, God is amazing how he works, because I was hesitant to do this, because this is a big commitment. I'm like, I don't know if I want to do it. So I, I made that commitment. It's just amazing how God works, because, um, and then in uh so in December, November, December, I found out my tumor came, my tumor came back. So my oncologist said, let's do chemo. So in January of, um, uh, January of 2000, of 2000, let me see, um, of 2020, I was going to go through five and a half months of chemo. And, um, it was intense. I had to, um, go, I started out going once a week to um, the infusion center, but then I ended up after a couple weeks going three times a week because I was having, um, they had to uh, test my blood. I had to have lab works because my, um, uh, a lot of my test results were not coming back the way they should be, so I had to be tested. So I was going to the infusion center four times a week. So, um, so in about the six weeks into chemo, I... Um, I had a I, I had a allergic reaction to one of the chemo drugs. It's called Taxol, and um, the story goes is I was um, I was uh, was with my friend. She took me to the um, she would take me to the infusion center, and um, after they gave me the Taxol drug, I've been taking it for about six weeks. All of a sudden, I started blowing up. I just, my face was turning red. I'm just like blowing up. My friend goes, oh my gosh, Heidi, something's wrong. I'll go get the nurse. So she ran and got the nurse. The nurse came over and said, oh my gosh, you're starting to have an allergic reaction. I mean, I, I felt I was on fire. I mean, my, my, I just felt like somebody just had lit a match inside me. And so, um, so then all of a sudden the head nurse comes over and everything just, just shuts down. I mean, it's just like, oh my gosh, the infusion center, all these nurses just hover over me. I'm looking, um, I'm looking at these nurses and I'm like, oh my gosh. So I realized, okay, I got to be calm through this um, because I mean, I'm just like turning bright red. And, and so the nurses were awesome. They're like my angels, um, I call them at the infusion center. So what I did is I closed my eyes and I just started praying. I said, okay, dear Lord, you've got to get me through this. Going back to the St. Ignatius um, book that I was reading with my spiritual director, one thing that St. Ignatius believes in is when you're reading the Gospels, you want to be, be there in the scene. You want to be there in the moment. You want to put yourself in the scene, literally from um, the smells of the bread cooking or the way they're dressed or, um, you know, uh, just you're in the scene. He was saying Ignatius is really big about that. So I had learned to do that with my spiritual director. That morning, I decided to, before I went into the infusion center, um, that morning when I was doing my morning prayers, I decided to um, um, have a meditation on the visitation, 
where, um, you know, uh, Mary came to, to St. Elizabeth. So I was meditating on that. So when I got to the hospital and I had my allergic, I was going through my allergic reaction. First of all, I started saying my prayers, my Catholic prayers, Hail Marys and full of grace. And the nurse was, the head nurse, he was so impressed. He goes, you're just so calm. Because in the meantime, they're, they're injecting me with drugs. They're trying to get this allergic reaction down. And I'm just blowing up. So, so then this, and I just said, and I just said to him, I said, because I have God in my life. And he goes, oh, okay. And, um, so in the meantime, he's, he's explained to me what they're doing. They're pumping these kinds of drugs in me because I'm just like blowing up and, and just turning red. And, um, so then, um, so then all of a sudden I said to myself, okay, I've got, I've got to meditate on something. I've got to, I've got to take this book from St. Ignatius that I've learned and I've got to meditate. So I decided to meditate on the visitation. So here I am, I'm in the scene. I've got the Virgin Mary, the Blessed Mother on my left and St. Elizabeth on my right. And I'm in the middle and we're, ro- we're um, rolling dough. We're making dough in this in this kitchen on a farmhouse table, and the Virgin Mary is dressed like a peasant, you know, lady, and um, and we're just talking, and all of a sudden, um, I just start feeling pain in my back. It's just like stabbing me, something stabbing me in the back, and the head nurse had told me, he goes, Heidi, you you're gonna feel this pain. Part of the the taxol, the part of the um, the reaction to it is back pain, so. The Blessed Mother, she looked at me and she goes, Heidi, sit down. So I put my rolling pin down and she said, start breathing. That's all she said is breathe. So next thing you know, I am breathing in and out really slow. And that's all she, I'm looking in her eyes and that's all she's telling me to do is breathe. Nothing else. She's not telling me to offer it up. She's not, she just says, Heidi, just start breathing. And so I start breathing, and I'm breathing in and out, in and out very slowly. Well, the head nurse, he catches on, and he says, oh, my gosh, Heidi, that's great. Just keep breathing. Just keep breathing. And that, so I, and I, in the meantime, he's telling me, you know, this back pain's intense. This is part of what's going to happen. Hang in there. The drug should be kick, you know, kicking in. And of course, allergic reaction, it's fast. I mean, everything is happening really fast. And so... Um, so I just start breathing and it gets me through the pain of what the allergic reaction is doing to me. And I just, and that's all, that's all she said was just keep breathing. And then eventually the pain went away, the, the redness, the, you know, my swelling went down. And, um, and then I just opened my eyes and of course all these nurses, everybody's staring at me and I'm like, oh my gosh. And, and so, and then my friend, Shelly, that taking me, she goes, I knew it. I knew you were praying and meditating. And, and it was just, it was just a neat experience to have the Virgin Mary tell me to breathe. And, and none of the nurses, I mean, they were awesome. They were amazing nurses, but nobody told me to breathe. And the person that told me to breathe was the Blessed Virgin Mary, which got me through that allergic reaction. Wow. And, and, you know, just being in that prayer and being in the scene and, and just really just got me through um, through that, that time. And I could go, I could talk about many other journeys that I went through with cancer, you know, battling cancer and during the, um, during the uh, you know, during the chemo and what was really sad is after, um, it's amazing how God, I would pray every morning, you know, dear Lord, please put people in my path 
to, you know, to, to help me with this cancer, to, to get through it. And he would, and, um, you know, I couldn't name a couple of situations, but one situation was, is I was, um, I was, uh, I was really depressed because I had went through five and a half months of chemo. I lost my hair. I, um, you know, I was sick. I had morning sickness. Um, you know, everything you experience when you go through chemo. Well, after five and a half months of chemo, it, I had an, an M, I mean, a, um, a CAT scan and a PET scan, and it showed that the tumor uh, did not shrink. It really didn't grow, but it didn't shrink. So I was just feeling sorry for myself. So I go into the infusion center my last day of chemo, and I was really depressed. And that's not like me. I'm not a depressed person. And the nurse, all these angels, she came to me and she said, she says, Heidi, you, you have been so, she was just so positive. And she says, you have been so positive for the last five and a half months. You have been so strong. You come in this infusion center and you're just so happy. You just, you just bring a joy into this, this infusion center um, and don't get discouraged. You're going to do fine. Um, she said, because working, in the cancer, working with cancer patients for the last 11 years, I have seen so much cancer and I have seen people, she says, you know, it can't be your diet because I've seen heavy people, uh, skinny people, people that are healthy, people that are not healthy come in here. But where I see the results in people that do well surviving cancer is people that have positive attitudes. That's where you see the results. And you have such a positive attitude. And she would just encourage me and she says, don't give up. You'll do fine. And, and just, you know, God would put people in my path that would just encourage me. And um, another incident, I'll just one more, is my hairdresser. I remember when um, I was told that my tumor had grown back. Um, I got the call and I was having my hair done and I told my hairdresser, I've got to answer this call. And um, the doctor told me your tumor grew back again. Um, and so I just was like my I just hung up and and the hairdresser, she was a great Christian lady and we just started praying. And she just and usually she always has she's really busy, but that time she wasn't busy. And so we just started praying and, and it just, it just helped, you know, her being there and just, you know, having that experience of, of, of the doctor calling me. So in the, um, so in the meantime, I, um, I, uh, I had more radiation. And so what's happened is, is, um, my tumors come back again for the second time. Um, and with the radiation, it, it did, it did um, shrink a little bit, but then now it's come back. I had a PET scan um, done uh, two months ago, and it showed, of course, the tumor's coming back after all the radiation I had. I can't have any more radiation. They've done so much radiation. Can't you tell I'm glowing? <laughs> <laughs> I've had so much radiation. They can't do any more radiation on me. They can't do surgery um, because um, the tumor's entwined in my back. Um, so they can't do surgery, they can't do radiation, um, chemo didn't work. Or, and so um, I talked to my oncologist actually a couple weeks ago, and I am going to start immunotherapy tomorrow. So, um, so hopefully pray that the immunotherapy will work. Um, but with this, going through the cancer journey, I do have to say um, I've offered it up. 
And I'm so blessed that um, the good Lord has let me see some of my fruits of my offering, of my, all my, you know, what I'm going through for the, since 2016. Um, he's let me see some of my fruits um, of all my prayer and suffering. Um, some I think I'll probably have to wait till I get to heaven. Yeah. Um, so, but I'm just, I'm really, I am, I'm blessed that I can go through this journey. Not everybody can say this. Um, I do offer it up for the holy souls in purgatory. That's one of the things, one of the, and I always feel like those people owe me. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're probably praying for you too. Exactly. So I always say, okay, you, you know, I got you out of purgatory, you know, you with me. all my pain and suffering going through this cancer. But, um, but um, it's just, it's been a wonderful journey. And, and like I said, I could talk more about just how God has just put people in my life. And um, and just the power of prayer, and I have so many people praying for me. Um, you know, all my Regnum Christi um, sisters in Christ have been praying for me, and masses, and and it's um, it's crazy because I have all different religions praying for me. Mm-hmm. I go to my exercise class, and and um, and one of the exercise uh, ladies that um, I exercise with, she goes to a Bible study or Baptist. Um, uh, Bible study class or whatever, and they have, so I have them praying for me. And I mean, it's I, I work at a crisis pregnancy center, so I have all denominations praying for me, and um, just the power of prayer. And I feel like the graces that um, these prayers have sent me, just to be calm, to be calm when I was having that allergic reaction, to be calm when I find out for the you know second or third time my tumor is growing back. It's that peace that you have, that only prayer, that only Christ can give you, um, you know, going through this journey. Wow. So, yeah. If you're listening, you're hearing the voice of Heidi Tazan. Thank you, Heidi, for, for sharing that story. It's, it's beautiful. And thank you for your faith and um, know of our prayers for your continued thank journey. Thank you. Thank you. you. Know, folks, it's just, uh, you know, I, the Lord is so present in our lives. And I, and I love the, I really love the, uh, you know, the definition I, the, of the Lexio Divina that you mm-hmm. that you're doing there and, and putting yourself in scripture and our and our lady being with you during that journey. Um it's just a beautiful uh reminder of how Christ is with us through everything. Um so folks, you know, I just uh, want you to continue to hope. That's our goal here mm-hmm. at the quest is to continue to bring you hope. And if if you're not not hearing the hope in Heidi's voice, I, I know you're hearing it. Uh and that's what we want to do. You know, we all struggle. We have struggles in life, and uh, we're here for you. So we also want to be here for others. So help us continue this work by giving a call. So shout here, 470-508-1160, 470-508-1160, or check us out online at thequestatlanta.com. Uh, we did uh, receive a gift from Gary in honor of Heidi, Martha, my friend. Yes. So there was, there's probably an inside story <laughs> there, too. Lots of inside jokes going out. <laughs> and <laughs> Thank also, you, Augie. And Rich also uh, giving a, a, in honor of Matt Curry. So there you go. Respond, uh, respond to your, uh, your call out there. And uh, also, uh, this was from other, Father Tim was on a previous hour with his parents. And so Nancy and Bob called in to give in honor of Father Tim. You can uh, give in honor of your saint, in honor of the stories that you're hearing here. Um, if you're from St. Benedict's, St. Bridget, St. Peter Chanel, uh, your kids go to Queen of Angels School, uh, you know, call in. You have so many great things going on in your community. We want to be a part of that. 
the quest wants to be a part of the great works that are going on. One of the great things about Catholic Radio is we raise all ships in the harbor. That's our goal. And uh, so that's why only twice a year we're going to step away at like, and at, like this and ask for funds. The rest of the year we're going to focus on the work that you're doing um, and, and bringing you great programming from EWTN, Catholic Answers, and Ave Maria Radio. So help us continue this work by giving us a call, 470-508-1160, 470-508-1160, or online, thequestatlanta.com. Um, so, and as you mentioned, folks, if you want to look up uh, I actually have some cards here in front of me of the Alexia Divina. My my children and I do the Ignatius prayer, mm-hmm. um, and take that take a look at that. It is a beautiful way to be with the Lord in Scripture, and we as Catholics sometimes are a little remiss in our relationship with Scripture. Although I think over the last number of years, that's been we've been working on that hard in the church. And so, look up Lexio Divina, and that's mm-hmm. a great way to pray, a great way to journey with the Lord. Steve, there was a, there was a, a certain joy watching. Heidi, tell her story. I mean, there's clearly she's got an attitude of gratitude, and I think we should all have that and, and embody it. So it was it was it was wonderful watching her, her eyes shut, and she was revisiting that that very special moment. So if you've got somebody you'd like to make a tribute to, give us a call four seven zero five zero eight eleven sixty cancer. Sucks. It we does. know that, but <laughs> I'm gonna fight it. And, it, and it, it impacts lots of lives. And I'm sure everybody out there listening has had somebody that they've that they that that's fought the, that fought the fight. So, give us a call four seven zero five zero eight eleven sixty. Make it a tribute to somebody you loved, and uh, you can also go online thequestatlanta.com. If you're just joining us in studio here, Matt Curry along with Heidi Taza. My name is Steve. Sponskowski also in studio with us, Dom Villano, and uh, we are just sharing stories. We're talking about trying to encourage you um, and also encourage you to support this great work. Um, you know, Heidi, let's talk a little bit more about uh, the saints coming into, you know, of course, Our, our Lady um, and Elizabeth were, were part of your, your Lexio Divina. Um, other saints that have been journeying with you over, over these the last, well, f- well, five years. Um, well, a big saint of mine is St. Monica. I love St. Monica. We were best friends when my daughters were in high school. We were good friends. <laughs> <laughs> Those teenage years, I mean, I love my daughters, but you know, teenage years are challenging. And St. Monica, she was great. She just got me through. She got me through those years. So um, she's been another one. St. Philomena. Um, we have a devotion to her at St. Peter's Chanel every Tuesday, every Tuesday evening. Um, from six to seven, we've been doing that for 20 years at St. Peter Chanel. And for one hour, we um, pray for the intercession of Saint, to the, through the intercession of St. Philomena. Um, she was, you know, was a martyr and um, just a great saint, especially for the youth. These young people needs a good role model. And St. Philomena is just a, a, a phenomenal role model for young people. And so I, I, you know, I just love her. I pray for her intercession all the time. So she's another one of my favorite saints. I have a lot of favorite saints. <laughs> well, who's the, who's the patron saint of cancer? Is it St. Gymphna uh, or no? I can never say his name. Um, Peregrine. Yeah. Peregrine. Per- Peregrine. Peregrine. That's it. Peregrine. I hope I say it. Yep. Peregrine. Yes. Yeah. And at St. Peter Chanel, there's a, there's a beautiful statue of St. Peregrine, um, saint for cancer. 
folks, if you're just joining us, we'd, we'd, we're all looking at each other in the studio because uh, somebody walked in and started talking to us. Like, what, what, what are you talking about? Live radio, live radio. Well, and we're talking about uh, the uh, favorite saints here of Heidi. Um, and, you know, do you, have a, do you have a favorite saint, folks? Do you have a favorite saint or a number of favorite saints uh, that you go to? Who's your go-to for prayer? Give us a call, 470-508-1160, 470-508-1160, or online at thequestatlanta.com. Gretchen and Paul just called in and giving in honor of Heidi. So Gretchen and Paul, thank you so much for, for your gift. And folks, actually this hour, if you call in, we are going to offer you a gift certificate from a number of businesses that we have available. Chick-fil-A, Alessio's, J. Christopher's, The Pie Hole, Slopes Barbecue, uh, let's see, the Thai House, Revilli in, in Marietta, Reville? Reveille. Thank you. Oh, blah. <laughs> no, that's like... <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> Reveille in Marietta, if only I could read. Um, Crabapple Tavern, and instead of flowers, a gourmet, gourmet dinner delivered to your door. These are some businesses who have offered us gift certificates, so if you call in this hour, 470-508-1160, our, our uh, call... Uh, counselors, our gift counselors are going to offer you a gift card after you make a pledge. You can also give online at thequestatlanta.com um, Matt, do you have some other saints that you, uh, favorite saints that you've uh, reached out to? Well, being being that uh, I'm, I'm a you know, cradle Catholic, St. Patrick has always been oh, one. Yeah. And, and of course, uh, St. Patrick and St. Bridget were, were yeah. inextricably linked yep. uh, in Ireland. So uh, those those two are always ones that I go to for help and, inter- and intercession. They are uh, they're consistent and they're uh, they're they're part of the they're part of our culture. Yeah. Yeah, that's beautiful. Well, we are at the top of the hour. I do have to step away for a legal ID. Uh, Heidi Taza, thank you so much for sharing you're your welcome. story and being you're with welcome. us this hour. And I know, Matt, you're going to come back with us in the next hour. Let Help us continue that. Folks, thank you so much for your calls. We are going to leave our phone lines open, and our website will still be active over the break. So continue to give us a call, 470-508-1160, or you can give online at thequestatlanta.com. You are listening to AM 1160 WCFO East Point Atlanta, The Quest. <laughs> 